Hi everyone, welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. My name is Artem, and here is the news. Yesterday, Ukraine marked 500 days since the start of the full-scale Russian invasion. In the morning, President Volodymyr Zelensky released a video filmed on the Zmini island in the Black Sea that was liberated a bit more than a year ago. The president thanked those who fought in that battle. Zelensky himself was yesterday in Turkey, where he visited a morning prayer service for Ukrainians killed in the war, led by the Patriarch of Constantinople. From Turkey he traveled to Lviv and took with him commanders of the Azovstal steel plant in Mariupol who were exchanged from Russian captivity in September 2022, under the condition that they will stay in Turkey until the end of the war, reports Ukrainska Pravda. According to the Office of the President of Ukraine, in the result of negotiations with the Turkish side, Ukraine brought back to their homeland commander of the Azov Special Operations Unit of the National Guard, hero of Ukraine Denis Prokopenko, his deputy Svetoslav Palamar, acting commander of the 36th Marine Brigade Serhii Volinsky, senior officer of the Azov unit Oleg Khomenko, and commander of the 12th Brigade of the National Guard Denis Shleha. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov accused Ukraine and Turkey of violating the agreements of their liberation. He also said that no one informed Russia about the Azov-style defenders being brought back to Ukraine. According to Peskov, the decision to extradite Azov-style defenders to Kyiv violating existing agreements is allegedly related to failures in Ukraine's counteroffensive. Peskov also stated that Turkey was allegedly under great pressure following the preparations for the NATO summit, and Ankara as an alliance member shows solidarity with it and the Russian Federation understands everything perfectly. But violation of agreements does not make anyone look good. After arriving in Lviv, western Ukraine, Azov commander Denis Prokopenko said to the media that they all will go back to the front line, as that is the main reason of their return to Ukraine. We would really appreciate if you could rate us, ideally with five stars, in the apps where you are listening to this podcast. This really helps more people to find out about the highlights from Ukraine and truth about Russia's invasion. Volodymyr Zelensky appointed hero of Ukraine Oleksandr Pivnenko as a new commander of the National Guard of Ukraine, reports Radio Liberty. According to the president, Pivnenko took active part in a fight against the Russian forces, in particular in the battle for Bakhmut. 37 years old Oleksandr Pivnenko was a brigade commander of the 3rd Brigade of the National Guard, which showed good combat results during a three-month rotation in Bakhmut. On March 24, 2023, the President of Ukraine conferred the title of Hero of Ukraine on the brigade commander. When announcing the appointment, Volodymyr Zelensky said that nearly 50,000 Ukrainian military personnel have received state awards since the beginning of Russia's full-scale invasion, including 298 who have been awarded the highest title, the title of the Hero of Ukraine. Commander-in-Chief of the Armed Forces of Ukraine, General Valery Zaluzhny, marked his 50th birthday yesterday. Ukrainian warriors, as well as ordinary citizens, shared congratulations with the general. The Territorial Defense Forces of Ukraine posted his photo and wrote, The army under your command has become an iron shield of Ukraine and all of Europe. Every soldier in every position is proud of his commander-in-chief. We are honored to serve and win under your command. 
The U.S. Institute for the Study of War points out that 500 days ago, the Russian military intended to take Kyiv within three days, but in the end failed to accomplish any of its intended objectives in Ukraine, reports Suspilne. The experts say that determined and skillful Ukrainian resistance has forced the culmination of multiple Russian offensives, including the one aimed at Kyiv, and has liberated Sumy and Chernigiv oblasts as well as the parts of Kharkiv, Mykolaiv and Kherson oblasts that Russian forces had temporarily seized. Ukrainian forces have secured and retained the initiative and are conducting counter-offensive operations along most of the front line. With Russian forces focused almost entirely on trying to hold on to the Ukrainian lands they still occupy. With Western assistance, Ukraine has ensured its independence but faces the critical task of liberating the strategically vital territory still under Russian control. Thank you for listening to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast. We are a commercial initiative of just two people and we need your help to grow. Share information about the podcast, rate us in the app, subscribe to our Patreon. With your support, we are getting better. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.